The advice and opinions expressed by the host of Autism Live and her guests are meant solely as suggestion and should not be in any way construed as child-specific advice. The Center for Autism and Related Disorders advises working with a board-certified behavior analyst who has experience with autism before starting any intensive behavioral intervention. Any choices you make in determining your child's treatment are completely at your own discretion. Welcome to Autism Live. I'm Shannon Penrod, and we're coming to you live from house. And I'm wearing a hat because I shaved my head over the weekend. It doesn't look good. It doesn't look good. Uh, so there we go. We'll have a reveal later on. Uh, but anyway, thrilled to be here with you on this uh, wonderful Tuesday morning. I hope you guys all had a wonderful, restful, respectful Memorial Day weekend and that you've come back refreshed and recharged. I know we loved how many of you tuned in and watched our wonderful Dr. Temple Grandin Marathon, our first ever, but I think our annual uh, Dr. Temple Grandin Marathon because it's so many of you tuned in. I apologize that some of you did not realize that it, wa it wasn't live. And so you got, there was one person in particular who kept writing in saying, why are you not answering my question? And I felt terrible about that. But um, as always, you can write to me and let me know what your questions are. And if you have a, if you have a specific question, for Dr. Grant, and we do have her on a regular basis and I do bank them someplace. And so you can write in and ask me whatever the question is. And at some point I will make sure that we get it to Dr. Grandin. So, which brings me to my next thing that there are lots of ways for you to ask a question. There are lots of ways for you to connect with us. So Traven's gonna show you uh, a graphic with uh, a bunch of different things that will show you ways to connect. And while he does that, I wanna remind you that our homepage is autism-live.com. And when you go there, lots of things to do. But one of them is that you can write in in the chat. It's free, totally anonymous. It's at the bottom of the page. So that's www.autism-live.com. Plus you can watch our whole playlist of, of Ask Dr. Doreen's. You can watch the whole playlist of uh, Ask Dr. Temple Grandin. You could watch all the cooking recipes and they're all segmented by you know topics, but all the videos that we've done in the last nine years are there. And so you can search them by topic and you can search them you know, by um, you know, the main word. I don't know what the word is, Tuesday. I've had a couple of days off and I shaved my head. So forgive me, um, but anyway, here are some of the ways that you can connect. If you look uh, on the bottom is autism-live.com. We're there 24 hours a day, seven days a week. But on the left-hand column are all the places that we are live, which is Twitter, Facebook, Periscope, YouTube, right? And on the other side are all the places that we podcast to later. But for, for most of the places that we're live, we're also there recorded as well. So, but if you want to listen to us, you can listen on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Deezer. And you also have the choice on iTunes that you can download. It'll ask you, there's a place where you can click a little button um, if you want the full show with picture and sound, or if you just want sound. The hat's getting hot. It's coming off any second now. All right. Uh, so I'm very excited this morning because we've got a big show to kick it off. I feel like even though it's not summer, it's the unofficial begin of, beginning of summer. So I was trying to be kind of beachy with my wear today. And then I have a winter hat on because that's all I could grab at the last second. But as I said, that's coming off in a minute. I like to remind you at the start of the show that I am not an expert in autism. Oh, no. <laughs> no, my friends. I'm just the crazy lady, crazy lady who shaves her head. And I'm a parent. I'm a mom of an individual who was diagnosed with autism uh, at a very early age, two and a half, and we had the best of all possible uh, opportunities, and we got the best ABA, um, and you know, so happy with the outcome that we had. We, as a friend says, we won the autism lottery. Uh, we worked really hard. I have to, you know, we had this opportunity, which was luck, pure luck. But then we worked our tukuses off, and most especially, he worked his tukus off. 
And we had great, great experts. In fact, it was the folks at CARD. That's why I speak so lovingly of them, the Center for Autism and Related Disorders. But I, you know, I made a deal, like, I don't know, um, right before we found CARD, like the night before we found CARD, I said, you know, please help me to help my child. And if you help me to help my child, I promise I will do whatever I, whatever it is that, you, you know, that needs to be done. And I promise I will turn around and help whoever I can. So, uh, hey, Jenna, saying hello to you. Um, and, uh, so here I am, you know, my kid got help and I made a deal. I made a promise and one I'm very happy to keep, right. Uh, paying down that karmic debt, but I'm not an expert. I'm, I, I like to call people up and ask them to be on the show. And man, have I got an expert for you, uh, this morning, and then I've got some fun for you. So all of that coming up in just a little while, but don't, don't mistake me for an expert. Not that you would with the crazy hat. Um, you would never, ever, my glasses are a little crooked. Uh, okay, it's time because it's so hot. All right, you ready for this? So I shaved my head uh, <laughs> and now it's made worse by the hat. Now I just look like a crazy person. Uh, yeah, well, it'll, you know, it's hair and it will grow back. Um, that's, but Carrie uh, <laughs> Mallory Thompson posted a picture of her son's summer, very short haircut yesterday. I said, oh, I got the same haircut. And she said, you did not, your hair is short, but it's not that short. And I said, girl, you better tune in this morning because, uh, yeah, and now it, I had it a little sculpted so that it didn't look quite as crazy. And and then the hat ruined that. So there we go. It's not important. Um, but uh, we'd like to, hi, Avani. Good morning. How are you? Uh, we like to uh, start off the show on Tuesdays with something we fondly refer to as the jargon of the day. And this is when we take on one word, one phrase, one acronym. We try to figure out what in the hey, nani, nani, are the experts talking about? Why are they using these terms? Is it an important term? Do I really need to learn it? Is it going to save me five minutes and five dollars? And that's when it reaches our litmus test. If it saves you five minutes and five dollars, then we feature it here on the show. So today's is very apropos. It's an oldie but a goodie. It's alphabet land, right? Don't you love it when we go to alphabet land? It's BCBA. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know what I thought I meant, this meant the first time I heard it, but I was like, what on earth? Uh, so let's take a look at our actual definition for what a BCBA is. But this is one you got to memorize, you guys. At least the BCBA, right? Because this is going to save your bacon time and time again. So a BCBA is a board certified behavior analyst. Doesn't sound like something that you grew up thinking, boy, I can't wait till I get a really good BCBA, does it? But trust me, you're going to want it now. So uh, let's take a look at what our actual, uh, what our working definition of a uh, BCBA is, a board certified behavior analyst. It's someone who's trained extensively in the application of the principles of ABA. And I know if you're new to this and you're like, well, I don't know what ABA is. ABA is Applied Behavior Analysis. And check out on our jargon playlist on our autism-live.com to hear more about that. But that is that amazing treatment that I was just talking about that my son got that made all the difference. So imagine, you know, a lot of people, there's a lot of misunderstanding about ABA and what a BCBA does. So let me clear up a little bit of it. ABA happens to be the gold standard of treatment for autism right? But it is it was not invented for autism. And this is the thing that I need for people to understand first and foremost. This is an age-old science about behavior. And um, it's not just about autism behavior. And still at this point, after all this autism and now there's insurance for autism, it's still about 50-50 that BCBAs, about 50% of BCBAs work in the field of autism now, but 50% of them work elsewhere, not even in autism. They work in the business sector, creating um, behavior plans to get the most out of people who work at a corporation, right? They work with Olympic athletes. They work in nursing homes. They work in schools. So it's not just about autism, okay? And that's a really important thing for you to know because, um, Sometimes, you know, when you when you are fairly new to autism and you and you go, finally, when somebody goes, look, you, you know, you're going to need to do some ABA. So when you finally get that conversation, you go, oh, OK, oh, it's the thing. OK. And it works and it works whether your kiddo is very young or 92 and it works whether you yourself are 14 or you're 45. 
Um, it is a way of teaching that is very effective, whether you're on the spectrum or not. And if you are very profoundly affected on the autism spectrum, it's gonna help you to learn and grow skills and help you to um, be rid of challenging behavior. And if you only have issues with social things, it's gonna help you to deal with those. So it's very, it's not, it's not one size fits all and it's not cookie cutter. It's very individual specific. So, um, you know, so you find out, oh, well, this is what we need, right? And you, and you find out, oh, well, I need a BCBA because the BCBA is the architect. They're the person who designs the program that is very specific. Like first we're gonna do this, then we're gonna do that, and then we're gonna do this. Oh, this didn't work, so we're gonna go back and we're gonna do this. They are the architect, right? They're the artist that decides what colors we're gonna paint and in what order. And they're brilliant at it. They, you know, are trained and, and those who deal with in the field of autism, they get really, really brilliant at this. But when you go to look for a BCBA, you want to ask, are you someone who works in the field of autism? How long have you been working in the field of autism? Uh, right? Because some of them are not, they're not necessarily experts in autism. That's what I want to say. But some BCBAs absolutely are experts in autism. And I've got one of those coming up for you a little bit later on today. You're going to love her. Uh, okay, so you want a BCBA on your case. And usually schools at this point, they're supposed to have a BCBA. So um, I want to encourage you, if your kiddo is going to school, to ask who's the BCBA at the school? Who's the BCBA um, on the case? Sometimes like a district will have one BCBA and they'll share that BCBA among all the schools in the district. But it's a worthwhile question to ask. And if you're doing ABA at home um, or with a center, you for sure wanna ask who is my BCBA? Who is the architect here? That's the person who's gonna chart the course and they're, you know, they're your navigator and they're brilliant. Super, super cool. And they go through a lot of training. They're board certified. So there you go. And they abide by a certain um, code of ethics, and which is really wonderful. And there is an organization that oversees that license, licensure. That's a good word. And, um, and the ongoing education that they have to do, which is going to come into play a little bit later on in the show. We're going to talk a little bit more about that. So BCBA, it's a good word to know, even though it's an alphabet land. All right, moving on, we always have a question of the day. And I know your question is, why are you shaving your head? That's <laughs> not the question of the day. Uh, the question of the day is, who is the person you trust when you need help? Like, who is your go-to? Who's your ride or die? Who's the person that you go to that you absolutely trust? And Because I, I want you to ask yourself a couple of questions about why. Why is that your person? What is it about them? Why do you trust them? Um, what do you get back from that person? I talk all the time about how when, um, when there were, um, I'm just thinking about the fact that first I read the book, A, a Real Boy, uh, Christina Adams. How much do I love Christina Adams? And we do a whole segment with her here on the show that's called Autism and Beyond. Beyond. We're not playing it as much because we're not playing our little interstitial commercials, um, but you can find it on our autism-live.com page. And Christina's really wonderful. She's got a book out right now called Camel Crazy. But first she had a book out that was called A Real Boy. And it was her story of her son as he went through his journey here at CARD. And over and over and over again, she kept calling, uh, like, you know, something would happen and she would call Hank and something else would happen. And she'd be like, well, I gotta ask Hank. You know, Hank was her person for autism. Well, Hank was the, uh, you know, at that point, the equivalent of your BCBA. He was the supervisor on her case. I don't even think BCBA existed back then. Um, but Hank was her person, right? And I couldn't wait to meet Hank. I eventually got to meet Hank and I love Hank. But um, I had a different supervisor and her name was Sabrina Tuma. And anytime something would happen, um, I remember the first time that uh, my son swore and I know this is like a terrible memory to share, but he used a swear word in a way that we had not taught him, which meant that he was learning. And I know that's not something most people celebrate, but I hope you all understand that like, it was so exciting to me that he was picking up language on his own. And then we cleaned up our language. Um, but we were going through a drive-through and he said something really inappropriate. And I was like, oh, and uh, you know, like this, like, oh no. 
and there's, oh yes, and who do I call first? And it was one of those things about, you know, I wanted to call my husband, but I knew that he was at work. And so then it was like, do I call my mother or do I call Sabrina first? And guess what? I called Sabrina first because she was my person that I trusted when I needed help. If I had a question, like she was the person that I ran to. And eventually there were more people on our team. I always talk about the amazing Peter Ferry, uh, who was on our team. And, um, and I would call him too. But I think it's important that you have somebody you trust, somebody that you know for sure is not going to make it about funding, somebody, you know, that that the progress, the investment in the progress that your kid has is about your kid um, and that they're excited about your kid. So who is the person you trust when you need help? Want to know? All right, uh, moving on. We always have a topic of the week and I can't even remember what our topic is. Oh, love this topic. Never taking a no from someone who wasn't authorized to give you a yes. Now, this was something that uh, Maya Angelou taught to Oprah, and then Oprah taught it to all of us, and I was part of us. Um, But I have lived by this for probably the last 25 years. Never take a no from someone who wasn't authorized to give you a yes. So let's say this morning you decide, you know, you, you're here and you meet our first guest and you go, all right, no, I, I, I hear this ABA thing. I didn't know what it was before. And I got, I got to get a, a BCBA on our case. You might be, by the way, you know, we're always speaking to the greater autism community. That's, of course, individuals who are on the autism spectrum, but then it's everybody who loves them. And so you might be someone who's 25 and on the spectrum and you're like, I'm having some trouble navigating the social part of my job. And, you know, the rest of my life is really good, but this part is, you know, kicking my keister and I'm, and I need some help and support. And you go, okay, Shannon, I heard you talk about the ABA thing. I want to be CBA. I want to be working with someone. I want like a coach. And by the way, for a 25 year old, that's about what it would be is I, I want a coach to help me identify what it is that I'm having trouble with and then help me to figure out how I negotiate it. Right. And so you call up the, you, you know, look up ABA providers in your area and you call up the first one and they, and they say to you, oh, the person on the phone says, oh, we don't, we don't deal with 25 year olds. Right. And a lot of times people, that's the end of that conversation and they move on to the next one. And that might be the best choice, right? It might be because that might be accurate information, but here's the deal. The person who answers the phone is almost never authorized to say yes to you anyway. We call the insurance company and we say, hey, you know, I hear that you probably cover ABA uh, for autism. And the person on the phone goes, nope. And I got to tell you, they don't know that that person wasn't authorized to say yes to you anyway. So you never, ever, ever take a no from someone who wasn't authorized to give you a yes. And it doesn't matter whether you're talking to the cable company or you're talking to the person who is treating your child at a, in a hospital emergency room, or you're talking to you know somebody who's answering the phone for the college where you're getting credits right. We never take a no from someone who wasn't authorized to give you a yes. And when you learn this, boy, it opens up a whole new world. My husband always marvels, like we'll call and, and you know, they'll say, nope, you can't do that. And I always go, mm, I don't think so. Can I talk to a manager? And he's like, oh no, he's doing it again. And yet I, you know, I'll talk to the manager and sometimes they're like, nope. And I go, I'm going to need to speak to a supervisor. Right. And then I talk to the supervisor and the supervisor nine times out of 10 will say to me, oh yeah, we can do that if, if, if. Right. And it just so happens that I've got the if, 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 right. Um, But they've watered it down for the person answering the phone saying it's unlikely that that the person has the if, if, if. So just tell them no. Right. Uh, But inquiring minds will sometimes find that a no can be a yes if you're talking to the right person. So from Maya Angelou to Oprah to me to you, never take a no from someone who wasn't authorized to give you a yes. I'm telling you, it's a life changing.
All right, moving on. We got a great show for you today. Talk about saying, you know, somebody who's qualified to say a yes. Our very first guest. Uh, we've only, I think, we only had her on the show a couple of times before, but I'm really excited to have her back. Um, Doctor Amanda Kelly is going to be joining us in just a minute. She is better known as the Behavior Babe. If you have to go through life as an expert for something, what better name would you have than being the Behavior Babe? I absolutely love that for her. Uh, she's going to be coming to us live from Hawaii in just mere seconds. And then a little bit later on in the show, I got to reach behind me on my shelf so that I can start to show you. Uh, on Tuesdays now, we're starting to feature games and activities that are fun, fun, fun that you guys can get. So Risa Schwartzman is going to be joining us from Gridley Games. And um, this is just one of the things they make STEM kits. For all of you that I've been telling, you know, check out our Pinterest page and look at all the activities that are on our Pinterest page. Go to Autism Live and find all these things. And I've had a couple of parents write to me and go, yeah, the amount of time and energy that I would have to gather all the things that I needed to be able to do the activities is too exhausting for me because I'm working and I got all this. Have I got you? Have I got you? Because Gridley Games makes these kits where you only have to add one ingredient. So this one is just add milk. And there's like 10 experiments in here, 10 experiments and activities that you can do. One of which is my favorite, um, putting um, when you put the food coloring into milk and then you add just a dab of soap and it does like crazy, crazy pictures. So they make a bunch of them. They You can see on my shelf, we're going to talk about these later on. We have just add glue, we have just add sugar, and I've got uh, just add egg up here. And then up here, I've got just add sun. We're gonna talk about all of those, plus more games and activities that they have at Gridley Games. So that's coming up a little bit later on, and Risa Schwartzman will be joining us to talk about their wonderful products, but you can find them at gridleygames.com. We're not, they're not a sponsor. We're, this is not an advertisement, I'm just sharing. Okay, but first up, uh, I just adore her. We've got um, Dr. Amanda Kelly is joining us right now from Hawaii, and she is better known as the Behavior Babe. So Amanda, there she is. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks, Shannon. How are you? I'm great. It's so glad to have you here. And we, we so adore you, and it's thrilled to have you back on the show. Um, you are somebody, despite your the way you know your young appearance here. You've been working in the field of special education and autism now. Is it true for twenty years? Is that true? Yes, it's uh, it's true. I hate to give away my age. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, no, I I would uh, you know it's a tough thing. You're an expert, but I, nobody would know. Um, so, and you've got a very important presentation that's coming up. I, our word of the day, we do jargon of the day, and our word today was BCBA, um, our, our, you know, our alphabet land thing. But um, one of the things I talked about was uh, that I said we would mention later on is continuing education. So uh, tell us a little bit about what you're going to be talking about and why that feeds into that. Sure. Thank you so much for the opportunity. And it's so nice to see your face. <laughs> my, and, and my bald head. Sorry about that. <laughs> things. I'm actually doing my hair because I have time. And I'm mm. <laughs> yeah. uh, but anyway, the great, great topic that you're going to be talking about. And, and, uh, and I don't even tell them what it is and when it is. Sure. So it's this Friday, it's at um, 6 p.m. on the East Coast time, which is 3 p.m. for the Californians, and it's noon. So I'll try to make it reasonable for me here in Hawaii. But I'm really excited because it's the first continuing education event that I'm posting solely on my own. Usually I'm a guest, I'm invited, and I love collaborations. And so I decided, hey, let's make that a part of what I'm doing with the business, Doby. And um, so it's the first event. And this was actually supposed to be an invited keynote address at the California Association for Behavior Analysis Conference. And that was my first cancellation, um, or actually it was my second, but my first, the day of cancellation because of COVID. Yeah. Um, they gave us a chance to host continuing education, which is what we need to maintain certification as behavior analyst and assistant behavior analyst and um, they did a thing called Couchella so they really like they had to give talks and it was supposed to be our original talks 
but we were right in the beginning of COVID. And I thought nobody wants to hear about the history of an online avatar. Um, I was feeling a little bit down at the time and I thought, let's talk about something relevant. And so we did, we, we shifted into the telehealth and ethics topic. And then now that we are all finding our groove a bit more, I thought now might be the time to storytell a little bit and people might want to kind of uh, escape for a little while down memory lane. And interestingly enough, I'm going to talk about the last 10 years now of Behavior Babe, but I also wanted to talk about the next uh, and not just for Behavior Babe because really her goal is to make sure people are still talking about behavior analysis to make sure that we have children and adults accessing services. And I tried to do that the way I thought was fun. So anyone who's interested in hearing the story, the journey, and also I think taking some tips away for maybe how to become an effective advocate or disseminator at whatever level that you need to in your life. And so behavior, babe, it's, it's like you're, it's, I mean, I'm going to say alter ego, but it, you know, it's, it's you, um, but it's this, this character that you sort of created to be able to disseminate um, information to people and for people to be able to consume it. People like me, for instance, that were moms that were like up a tree and didn't know, you know, I didn't go to college for this. Um, I've lost your sound a little bit, Amanda. I don't know what happened. Can you- oh, I just mouthed. I mouthed. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, so the top, the title of the topic is uh, a decade of de- dissemination, a flashback and a fast forward. And so if, if, if there are people who are out there who are BCBAs, they can get continuing education units for this. Um, but parents can, and, you know, people off the street can tune in to watch this. Yes. Absolutely. So the goal is to make it above and beyond our task list. So more than what a BCBA needs to sit for the exam to become a BCBA, we always have to make sure we're stimulating our brains. But I try to do in a way that's digestible and that other people can receive it. That's the whole goal of Behavior Babe. Um, So yeah, parents, teachers, often we have a lot of teachers um, as well as other family members. So some extended family, they usually kind of join me in certain talks and ask questions. Um, I love that. So yes, it's the event is only $15. We try to make it also really reasonable. Um, We actually did a $10 for the first 50, but I think we might be over that right now. But yeah, we would love that piece of it because my journey and the journey of our field, it involves parents, it involves teachers, it involves behavior analysts. We are not operating on our own in a vacuum. (laughs) Absolutely. And so where they need to go to register? Okay, so if you're interested, you can um, just, the website is D-O-B-E dash ABA.com and you just click on webinar and it's right now the only webinar because it's our first. So that stands for Dobe Distinguished Organization of Behavior Enterprises, but it's D-O-B-E-A-B-A.com. And so since we're talking about Dobe, tell us a little bit, because you were on the show before to talk about it, but if people weren't here, tell them what Dobe is and what you're trying to do. So that's part of the evolution of what I've done as a practitioner. I started working in home with a child who was two years old in West Virginia back in the you know, late 90s, early 2000s. Then I went on and got you know my degrees. And then once I kept going, I thought so much to know, so much to share people. Um, and so I definitely want to want to make sure I'm doing all of that. You know, the the piece of it with, with Adobe was how do we help other organizations? So how can I share what I've learned? Last year in 2019, all 50 states now cover autism insurance or, or ABA, OTPT speech services for individuals with autism. That lends itself to a whole new host of challenges or opportunities for businesses and organizations. And we start to see the small mom and pops who definitely have their hearts in it, um, you know, fizzling out and not being able to compete with larger organizations sometimes. And I think we need both. I think we need all of that. We need to have a good, strong system. And so what we do with Adobe is we try to support typically smaller organizations, but larger as well with, you know, do you need help? Do you need billing credentialing? We don't do that, but we partner with people who do. And our goal is to make it more affordable, to give them a louder voice. If they're a small company, they might only have, you know, 10 members or 10 accounts with a company. 
But if we have 10 of those companies, we now have 100 accounts and can get people help quicker. So it's also that as well as some clinical guidance and support. We do site visits, not during COVID. So we've pivoted, which is what we always have to be doing. Um, certainly, I would say autism parents, but behavior analysts too. Absolutely. We're every, every, that is the word right now, pivot, right? Uh, we want Tammy is saying hello, and Avani has set, written in and said, everyone's journey is so important, and it's so true. Um, and I think, you know, I remember the day that my son was diagnosed, and the developmental pediatrician, um, who was not, had no bedside manner whatsoever, the one positive thing that she said to me, uh, and I didn't, and it was hard to take it at the time, she said, be grateful that your son has been diagnosed today because she had been working in the field for 50 years. In fact, it was her first day of retirement. She diagnosed him in her first day of retirement. And she said, we've learned more about autism in the last five years than we've learned in the entire 50 years of my practice before this. And, and, and that was almost 15 years ago. And, and I always think about that, about how much I know for sure how much more we know than we knew on that day um, and how much things have changed in the last 10 years, uh, Dr. Kelly. And, I, you know, I, I love watching that you're keeping pace with it and so much changed with insurance and you're providing a really important service to make sure that ABA providers can keep up with those changes and, you know, stay staffed. And, and you know, it's, I, I think it's a very hard time for small ABA providers, and a lot of them have gone out of business, and that's a shame because we need, this is a, you know, we're on a crusade, and we need as many people as possible to help as many people as possible, so I appreciate what you're doing, um, and again, so I, we can go to dobe.a, or excuse me, hyphen aba.com, um, lots of information that we can get there, but also we can, it's webinar that, that, that we want to click on, correct? Yes, and, and so, go ahead. We are, we are recording the webinar, so if anybody can't meet that time, if you register, you do get access to it for an entire week after the, the recording. So I don't want anyone to fear if they're just not available. I know we're juggling our families and our work and our lives from home right now, most of us. And I got to say, you know, on my Facebook uh, post this morning, it came up um, eight years ago that I was at an ABAI conference. And I think it was the first time that I met you like eight years ago today. So that's very interesting anniversary. Um, but I went to uh, ABAI, it was in Seattle. And I was a mom with a one uh, person camera crew and we went around and we're interviewing people and I saw all these topics that were being discussed and I went, why are there, there not more parents here? And, and I've been on a crusade ever since then because as parents, we don't feel like we're invited to these things. And that's part of why I wanted you to be on to talk about this, Amanda, because you know, I know that the, the main goal here is that you're providing that continuing education piece for the BCBAs, which is really important, but I want to empower parents. Like there's a whole lot going on in the field of ABA and you're not shut out of it. If you, if you go into these places, like you welcome the parents, I know that you do and other places do too. You can go and learn as much as you want to. Um, and don't feel like you can't go to them unless you already have credentials. You just don't get the continuing education credit. Right. That's really the only difference. Yeah. And, and I, I do want to say, you know, the website, thank you, uh, behaviorbabe.com too is my other landing space. And there's an entire section that's called Caregiver's Corner. And it's got 15, 20 drop-down pages. And I even say on the homepage, don't be limited by the titles or the headings. It's just to orient you because there's a lot of information. So teachers, please go read the parents or caregivers section. Caregivers, please jump over to the teachers or the students section. So I try to make as much information as freely available and as digestible. I mean, it is hard to sift through a ton of information and to know what to believe. 
help it synthesize. So I always provide the links and the references. Don't take my word for it. I'm only one expert, <laughs> but- But yes. you are an expert and it's a wonderful thing to be able to be on your site and, and learn from you. And, and in such a fun way, you're a fun person. And I, you know, I love the whole behavior babe um, thing. So this is going to be wonderful on Friday, uh, a decade of dissemination, a flashback and a fast forward. Uh, and again, go to Dobe, D-O-B-E hyphen ABA.com, click on webinar. While I've got you, Dr. Kelly, I just, you know, and you touched on this briefly, but I'm asking everybody like, you know, how are you personally doing during um, this whole pandemic? Thank you so much for asking. That's a uh, hard one to answer. I think, you know, financially I'm doing okay, which is great. That takes mm -hmm. a anxiety and stress um, out of the picture. I am not doing my trips or travels, um, which was my anticipated 2020. So that was some reshifting and telling myself it's okay to feel sad about those things. Although there is a bigger issue at play here. Uh, my family is healthy. I live alone. So it's been very strange to have this much time at my house. I am usually out and about. I am usually off island uh, about half of the, half of the month, every, every month. And so um, I have an exercise bike and a projector screen and I've been watching old movies and trying to do it out on the porch when it's nice out. So I'm making it and um, I'm learning to cook. And I don't know if people know this, but it tastes so delicious. So it's... it's <laughs> now, are you, uh, I, I'm always interested how people are able, are you able to get groceries delivered? Do you have to go far? Because you, uh, are you in a populated place? You're a little bit out in no man's land, aren't you? I'm, I'm in one of the more remote places on the island of Oahu, although it is the most populated island. My grocery store is only a couple of miles up the road. It's the most expensive one. It's not where you want to buy most things. I'm very grateful. I actually have a friend who's, um, her husband runs a food truck and they need to go buy in bulk. And so she was out and about. And when I came back from, from California, I self-quarantined um, because of the time uh, when I was there to what was going on here. And so I was really grateful that community came by. We don't really have delivery in these parts of, of anything actually pre-COVID. And now we have a few restaurants that have figured out how to do that. So that's actually been a new luxury um, during this time. I, and I don't know if they'll keep doing it, but we're staying fed. And I did get a care package. So this is just somebody who I met once in person, uh, but through Behavior Babe and they sent me toilet paper and they sent me like a face mask. And that was Leslie. Leslie, thank you so much. It was, it was like, you know, it's nice to be known and to be called an expert, but it's really nice to get care packages of toilet paper. So. Wow. I mean, that's impressive because people are, you know, people are hoarding their toilet paper. So good for you. Plus, which too, I, you know, there've been a couple of times that I've wanted to mail something to somebody and I'm like, oh, that's a whole thing. Like you gotta go, and and so there's been no mailing um, for anything. Uh, but I just find it fascinating because you know I think most people would think, oh well, you're quarantined in Hawaii, like you're in paradise. This must be, but it's you know there are different things, different places, and different challenges. But I'm I'm glad that you're making it work and that it, that it's happening okay. And uh, I'm hoping that before too long we're all going to be safely able to move about the cabin. <laughs> But uh, uh, but thrilled that we had this opportunity. And I'm glad that you're figuring it out and that you're starting to do these webinars because I have a feeling you're going to be doing a lot more of these. So uh, the, the webinar, this first one is on Friday. But as you said, if somebody registers for it, they can get the recording and watch it anytime they want in the next week. So you guys, it's D-O-B-E hyphen or dash, whichever you prefer, aba.com. Um, and then you will have an opportunity and it'll be live on Friday. Yes. It'll be live. So I'm taking questions as well. And if people cannot attend live, but want those questions answered or, um, addressed live, they can, they can email or they can send it in when they register for the event. Okay. So on Friday, it's at 6 PM Eastern time, which is 3 PM Pacific time, which is noon Hawaii time. I absolutely love it. And we adore you, Dr. Kelly. Thank you so much for all that you're doing and for taking the time to be with us today. Thank you, Shannon. Aloha.
Aloha. Take care. Bye-bye. Uh, that is the behavior, babe, Dr. Amanda Kelly. Uh, okay. Uh, and I promised you guys that on Tuesdays that we were going to do something really fun because you know me, I love some games. I love some activities. I love some art projects. I love some STEM activities. And so every Tuesday we're featuring a different, uh, company that makes things that may or may not be perfect for you during this period of time where we're still spending more time at home. I, you know, I gotta say I, this morning was a real interesting thing for me because I was reading about um, people whose kids are going back to school today. And I was like, it's that same sort of disconnect that I have when it's 90 degrees here and you guys are talking about snow and I'm like, what? That's happening where, what, what are you talking about? I can't imagine because we are still in lockdown here in Los Angeles. And, but everywhere people need activities. And so many of you have written in, written in and said, I want educational activities. And what about my kids that are twice exceptional? They need STEM activities. And we put a bunch of them on Pinterest for you. And you guys said, "Ugh, I need a part-time job collecting all the things that I would need to do for this. So I've got your answer for you today. Uh, we're going to be, uh, and I think she's already with us. Uh, Risa Schwartzman is joining us from Grizzly Games. And I'm turning because I'm going to start to pull some of these things down because what they've done is make all those activities super easy for you. Uh, you don't have to go to 17 stores, order off of Amazon, 13 things, uh, right? You just need uh, to order from Grizzly Games uh, and um, then you, uh, Gridley Games, excuse me. Um, and then you uh, you just have to add the one ingredient, whatever it is. There's Risa. Hi, Risa guys. Schwartzman, how are you? Hi. How are you guys? Uh, <laughs> we're doing well. I just was kind of waxing poetic about what you guys have done because we've got a lot of folks that watch the show that need activities to do with their kiddos. And we like for them to be educational, but you know, we have a whole Pinterest page, Risa, where I put activities um, that are STEM activities and parents have written in and said, oh, Shannon, it's just exhausting to gather the materials, uh, right? Right, um, that's the whole premise. You know, I'm a mom and actually now a grandma. Um, and no, stop, you look too young for that. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and I, like you, you know, you want to be able to open something and get busy and get going and not disappoint your kids. And we let you know what you need right away, but we really try to provide everything you need to kind of really get going and get the kids involved in exploration and, and touch and feel. And, you know, I grew up with a learning disability, so I'm very aware of um, there's different kinds of learning. And I really believe in the best form of, of learning um, being that I was a dance teacher for 19 years is, is exper experiential. Um, and so that's what I'm trying to bring here is this experiential learning. And the best way to learn is to have fun. So if you're having fun and oh, by the way, you're learning. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so that's what we're trying to do. Exactly. So just add milk. Um, yeah. We've got them in the store. They actually come in this really cute little Milk I love it. <laughs> um, That's where we started uh, with our kids. We first started with games. Uh, we start. We kind of got into this business not on purpose, but one morning I woke up with this idea that I wanted to um, do this one experiment in particular where you have the magic dancing. Or I love it. I, I love, love that it. one. It's a really moment, and it doesn't matter what age you are. It's an aha moment, and so we wanted the whole experience. We wanted the kit right from the time you hold it to be a part of the experience. Um, and so what we did is we wanted to have, there's, you know, there's a whole pressure now on STEM, which I'm assuming your, your, your watchers know is uh, science, technology, engineering, and math. But yeah. being that I'm a dancer background, I always like, I like to bring both the art of science and, um, and I like our products to be co-ed, non-gender. And so I think this really does a great job doing that. You've got all ages. You can make the scientists an artist, the artist a scientist, and get them all together. I would just add milk. All of the, or I should say, all of our kits have multiple science and art activities. Um, yes. And uh, I'm, un I'm unpackaging and, and showing everybody, you know, so 
a lot, you know, I've gone to do the milk thing before and, I, and most of us have milk somewhere in the house. Um, it doesn't matter though, what kind of milk you use either. You can use, yeah. um, you can use uh, homogenized, but you can use buttermilk, you can use soya milk. It just needs to have some fat in it. And that's what helps us for that project. But really, we make milk dancing, we make milk solids, you make um, milk pads, uh, I mean, mouse pads, yeah. you can do psychedelic paper and a whole variety of activities in that one. And that was our first kit. And then we and, and we've got, because we've got everything here to do a bunch of different experiments. And then we get the booklet. And the thing that I love about the booklet is, is that, you know, first it will tell you, you know, like all the experiments and right. it tells you what you need from the kit and what you would need um, from your house. And sometimes it's just like a little thing that you would need from the house, but it's stuff that you have around, guarantee it. Yeah. Um, so, it, it but then it tells you, how it works. It gives you like the scientific experiment. Um, and then there's a place um, where it talks about reflections and observations. So for, I've heard this from so many parents uh, that they're, they're like, you know, I'm not a teacher. I didn't go to school for education. And so it tells you exactly like what questions to ask your kiddo about like, why, you know, why do you think that what happened? It says, what happened to the food coloring when you first put it on the milk? And then what about the glue? What happened when you added a drop of soap to the milk? So you don't have to think. For those of you who have said to me, Shannon, don't make me think. Like, I want to do these things. I want it to be educated, but don't make me think. The next thing is you can learn with your kid. Yes. Yeah. And and I love it. And some of the kits um, in, in, in the book, it has a place um, where you can write down your observations. So the yeah. kids can be, Yeah. And, um, and leave them with something they can take back also. Like, so here's some of the paper that I made the last time we were doing this experiment. And we made a mouse pad. And so, you know, we taught them how to make mouse pads. And so it's useful art. You can make, I've, I've used so many of these to make thank you cards. So yes. we really encourage re recycle, reuse, re repackage. Um, and then we have six other kits. So the, one of the next ones we did was, oh, Vulcan mind meld. Uh, yeah, mine's in, in reverse. But... Just even from the package, we put it in a can because we want the kids to be able to put their experiments in here um, or reuse it for some other use. Um, yep. One of the main experiments in there, also, it's you know, it's a study of polymers. Or, so it's not about just making slime. You can make slime. There's a lot of recipes out there. And, and we also give them these really really good little uh, uh, plastic containers that you can keep your your experiments in for a long time. And you can make a bouncing ball. I can bounce it. I don't know if you could see it in here, but bouncing balls and you can make slime. So it's a study of viscosity. You can see here, it's like slimy. And then and you kids, can it's very tactile. Our kids love these. So you know? learning how to do different kinds of tactile too, that just by changing an experiment, I can have a different whole, yes. different whole experience. Um, yeah. And then, you know, teaching them how to make, have a little patience with the same kit, you can make different kinds of crystals um, and, uh, and they can watch them something we create over time. So even though it's just a little kit, there's still lots of things to do when they just add glue. Uh, and then we have just add sugar. Look at oh. how good we are. <laughs> Vulcan mind mouth. Uh, love this. And I, I love all the packages. I love that like this one, you know, cause these are reusable. I love that there's a pull string. Um, so this is like really, uh, you know, if they watch the show, you know, I'm all about is does the packaging work? Does it last? Um, and does it make it extra fun? And you guys have really hit it out of the park on that. It's like, check that box. So yeah. for an example with just add glue, uh, sorry, just add sugar, we really want the kids to reuse their package. So first of all, it can be a little purse, but we give them a decoupage recipe and they, we, you know, you can decoupage your box and now you have a candy box. You can put all your treats in your box and that's open. I'm just, you know, you can- I, I totally would have kept my Barbie shoes in this when I was a kid. That's totally there what I would have done. Right? And uh -huh. we also have it in multiple languages because not everybody speaks English at home as the first language. So all of the kids are also in Spanish. Love, love, love. Um, and then came, of course, just that egg, which I think I see you holding up now, too. 
Yes. <laughs> and it's not just an Easter holiday experience, but of course it makes it extra special if it's around Easter. Um, and, and this this totally would have been a Barbie house after we, we were done with it. But I love all the things that you can do with an egg. The one that I am the most excited about to do is uh, one where you first you blow out the egg and then you make a, a geode out of your egg. Stop. It's just so cool. So here's like uh, some of the geodes so we can make um, and you can make uh, we give you a dinosaur so you can and soap so they can make their own soap in the egg with the dinosaur so it's a supporting egg. We can make candles, we give you wax to make candles. I personally am a mosaic kind of girl. You collect, you teach the kids, they don't have to throw everything away. They get the little canvas to make their art. Um, we, this is our wise aleck, this is our logo. So th this is all mosaic, it. which now makes the container that much more savable. And love, then, love, love. Just add our next one. The part that I love about this, again, we're trying to be reusable, recyclable. You actually cook right here in the box. This is a solar oven, exactly. You cook right in the box. Now, uh, I, I, I just love these. I just think they're so smart. And I think it's a great gift for any of you that have to, I mean, we've been having this thing where everybody's having virtual birthday parties right now. And you, know, you need to send a present and you wanna send over something that's good during this period of time where we're staying at home as much as possible. You know me, I always love it if it's if it's fun and the kids get excited about it and if there's an educational component to it. These are the best birthday gifts you can send over. The parents will love you, the kid will love you. Um, and it's something that they can, you know, each one has like 10 different experiments. It's not like one and done. Um, so, you know, crazy, crazy good, the things that you can do. What are you holding up there? So just add sun, other than, you know, you can make your nachos or cook a hot dog. Uh, you can make, you get a canvas, you can make a painting, you can make your own crayons. We teach them how to make their own stained glass windows. Uh, they, they learn all, that, these are some of the art projects. You, they make your own sundial. There's a whole variety of other activities that we do. It's and packed with stuff, you guys. And it's, it's all, you know, like they're, I guarantee you that there is something, they have age ratings on them, right? But there's yeah. something in them that every parent's gonna be able to find to be able to do with every kid. It is something where the parents, it is, it's not that thing where you give it to the kids and go let them do it on their own. It's, a, it's an activity to do together. And I think that that's a blessing because we need things to be interacting with our kids on the spectrum. Now tell me about Just Add Baking Soda. These are oh, and just add fruits press. and vegetables. Oh my goodness. Totally hot off the press. Um, so fruits and veggies, tons of things you can do in here. Make your own potato um, battery, make a clock, fruit stamping. Uh, again, tons of stuff that you can do in here. Um, just add baking soda, do a volcano, make your own bath bombs, make your own uh, ornaments for the holidays and a whole variety of other activities. So these all have like, I think this one has 20 activities and this one has like 12 or something. So there's lots of things to do in each of the packages. And then we also have all of our wonderful games uh, that are all really family oriented as well. Okay, so I just love these things, but I'm gonna make a suggestion uh, because I think that they're super, really wonderful. And the only thing that I would have loved more it, and I, cause I, I, as, as we opened up kits and we were like playing around with things, we were like, oh, we kind of want to watch the instructional video. And we went online and we saw some reviews that showed you a little bit of things, but I, so I think it would be great if you're, even if it was your viewers um, and, and, uh, or our viewers and the people who play your games is that while you're doing something, make an instructional video. We have so many parents who have um, kiddos that are teenagers, that they want to be YouTubers. And a lot of what YouTubers do is make instructional videos, you guys. I, what I would love as a companion piece to all of these is if there was a video showing a kid doing each one of the experiments. And maybe that's a challenge you put out to your, your users, but that's the only other thing. And, and I sort of feel like our audience could do that for you. That'd but great. We, let's let's right? bring on that challenge. There you go. So get get the kits, you guys. And where do we need to go to get them? So Amazon for sure. Hopefully your local toy stores. If they don't, you can contact us directly at Gridley Games. 
Um, and we can, if you can't find them, we'll make sure you get them. There you go. So gridleygames.com and it's gridley, no E, uh, G-R-I-D-D-L-Y. Um, but super timely and important because again, you know, parents have just been crying for this kind of stuff and saying, you know, you know, we want to be able to do it. And I put them onto Pinterest and they're like, oh, I just don't have the time to go shop for and put together and set it all up. This is perfect because then you don't have to do that work. So thank you to Gridley Games thank for you. making that possible for us. I'm, I'm, I'm not holding up. I'm touching, but I'm not holding up. Um, you know, if your kids, I love this experiment. We've already started this. It's on my kitchen counter and I didn't bring it in. Uh, but making the rock. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, absolutely love it. Super duper smart. Check out their whole catalog because you guys have other games. You have games have and their educational games. games. Yeah. Show us that one. Yeah. This is uh, wise Alec. This was our original game. Um, this is a family trivia game based on over a thousand questions in school curriculum and history, science, and spelling. And all ages can play it at the same time. It's, you can customize it to, to your family needs. Love, love, love. We have uh, strategy games. We have abstract strategy. We've got math games. We've got word games. We can. We have a game where you make your own game kit uh, called Rockets, uh, Rainbows, and Storms. So we've got tons of stuff. Check out our website. Yeah. Uh, Thegames.com. And if you need more information, contact us. We'd be happy to help you. There you go. So check it out, you guys. Gridley Games, G-R-I-D-D-L-Y games.com. Thank you so much for being with us and for having these yeah. wonderful activities for our kiddos uh, because we got to keep stimulating their minds, you guys. And we and for our kids on the spectrum, we need a way to connect. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I'll tell you, like, if you've never done the milk thing, the dancing milk thing, uh, you know, start, I, I would just tell you, start with that one because you will be so jazzed and your kid will be so jazzed and they will want to come back and do more stuff. Make sure that you're reading to them from the booklet about what's happening and asking the questions, no matter if your child is verbal or not, because they, we all know that they're getting more than sometimes that they will tell us. But I'll tell you, I have done the milk thing in a classroom full of, of kids that, you know, are, were like, you know, I don't care. I'm not interested in whatever you're doing. And you start to put the, the, the food coloring into the milk and they all come over and go, why is it doing that? And then when you have the thing to be able to read to them why it's doing that, and then you add the next element and they go, what's that about? And they all want to get in and play all of them, all of them, all of them. So, um, you know, activate your kids' brains, Uh, gridleygames.com. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thanks for having us and let us know how we can help. Yay. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Take care. Uh, And so that was Risa Schwartzman from Gridley Games. Absolutely love these, you guys. Um, Check them out. Uh, Okay. So we've got like two minutes here before the end of the show. I want to thank everybody for being here. Uh, and I want to say hi to Martha and I want to say hello to Dubai. We had a viewer from Dubai and Brenda who says, I love behavior, babe, just a good follow. Absolutely. Um, and I want to talk a little bit about what's happening on the show this week. And so tomorrow we are going to have Evelyn Kung, who's the clinical director for CARD instead of Dr. Grampichet. But you know, you guys love Evelyn Kung. She's going to be here and she's going to be answering your questions in real time. Um, And then on Friday, we have licensed marriage and family therapist, um, Vince Redman, who's going to be with us taking your questions. And of course, I'm drawing a complete and total blank. Who's on Thursday? It's somebody fabulous that I love and I can't think who it is. Oh, they're going to hate that I don't know, that I don't remember. That's terrible. Uh, Traven, do you know? I can't remember. Uh, it's, I have some timers, some timers, and I know it's somebody that I'm really excited about. Oh, for heaven's sake, I know who it is because they're not usually on Thursday. Bonnie Yates, because we didn't have yesterday um, because it was uh, Memorial Day. We're having Bonnie Yates on on Thursday, and she's going to answer questions that you guys have that are of a special education legal ilk, right? So Bonnie will be with us on Thursday. It's a really good week. We hope that you guys will tune in and be here with us. And don't forget, you don't have to wait till the show is live to ask a question. You can write to me at S, S as in snake, 
as in silly, as uh, uh, whatever word, Shannon, as in S, uh, dot, Penrod, P as in Peter, E as in egg, N as in Nancy, R as in robot, O as in Oscar, D as in dog, uh, hyphen, uh, so s.penrod at autism-live.com. And that's live, L-I-V as in Victor E. I'm spelling for those of you who are listening on Deezer and iHeartRadio. Um, so thrilled uh, that you guys are here. Write in your questions to us and uh, we're happy to get those to whoever we need to get them to. Even if it is Temple Grandin, I do keep a list of questions for Temple so that anytime I'm talking to her, uh, I'm able to have those at the ready. So feel free to write those in. We are out of time this morning, but I thank you all for being here. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Until then, give your kiddos a hug from me and one for you too. Don't forget to subscribe. We love it when you subscribe to us or review us on iTunes. Thanks. Bye-bye. <laughs>